Welcome to Meet My Potential podcast. This podcast is for high achievers who want to meet their goals with ease and peace of mind. This is your host, Deepa Natarajan. Before we get started, I'm going to invite you to go over to www.meetmypotential.com slash ebook so you can get my brand new ebook with common traits of high achievers and how you can leverage them to reach your goal with ease and peace of mind. Today, we have with us the president and co-founder of CRR Global, Faith Fuller. Faith is a psychologist and has a systems approach to coaching in order to ensure effective change. She has more than 15 years of experience in working with organizations, couples, and communities. Welcome, Faith. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm delighted to be here, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Exactly. Me too. So the topic today is... Why do organizations need to swim in deeper waters? Mm. Tell me, what does it look like for you if an organization is swimming in deeper waters? Well, I think I hold that organizations are change agents. And we know it's very popular these days to talk about leadership, you know, and, but usually we mean leadership in terms of individuals. But um, I hold a systemic view, which is that um, organizations are actually entities in the world as well, mm-hmm. and they have their own form of leadership in the world. So to swim in deeper waters means to pick up ever-widening arenas of responsibility and interaction with the world. So moving beyond just making an excellent product to um, creating a supportive culture for your employees to having community responsibility, national responsibility, potentially global responsibility. So thinking wider, deeper, bigger than just what's the product we're producing. Wow, beautiful. And what is needed to actually think wider, deeper? Well, I think uh, the same kind of evolution needs to occur for organizations that occurs for individuals. So we know that, uh, you know, for example, from spiral dynamics work and so on, that we evolve through stages of self-actualization. And I believe organizations do the same thing. So, you know, when we first start in an organization, we're in the red zone of, you know, we eat, compete, and excrete. (laughs) You know, we're trying to stay alive. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And we try to do everything possible that our customers want. Yes. And then, you know, we move up and we're just trying to stabilize. And so authority and stabilization becomes very important. And then we move into, you know, more of an orange stage of strategic planning and materialism and success. But ultimately, we have to move beyond that if we're going to create a better world. So I think moving up the levels and the, the single best thing I think we can do is ask questions within our organization and create forums for those questions that opens up everybody's awareness. Right. So I see organizations like when they're startups, very busy, innovating, working very hard, working long hours, and then they move to a next stage of evolution where they're bringing much more structure and process. Exactly. And then sometimes we end up having just too much structure and too much process and everything just becomes very heavy. So what would a stage of evolution look like at that point of time for you? Well, you know, I think that what's critical is creating space for reflection. 
And that's just anathema, frankly, <laughs> for organizations. <laughs> you know, it's produce, 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 more and more efficiency, or at least it used to be that way. I think it is still that way because I don't know who has time to sit down and reflect because we're kind of in a world of do more with less and do better. Yes, yes. But I have to say, I think that's been changing slowly over time as we do evolve. Mm -hmm. uh, where there's more and more interest, as I work with organizations, with what are called wisdom practices. Mm -hmm. What's the impact of meditation? You know, even Google has, you know, in meditation courses and so on. How do we create time to deepen, not just broaden our impact, but how do we deepen and grow up, grow, evolve. And you can't do that without reflection time. Beautiful. And uh, what kind of practice do you actually put in place in organizations to have that kind of reflection time? Yeah. You know, I think organizations think that it's going to take a massive amount of time and money. And yeah. one thing we never have in organizations is enough time. <laughs> But I, I actually want to make it easy. I start with something simple, which is creating opportunities for questions, simple questions, but deep questions to be thought about before a meeting. You know, it could be something as simple as, what do we think is trying to happen in this organization? An open access question. Right. Uh, that, or it could be, what's one thing you could do today to make uh, your management team's life easier? <laughs> wow. You know, one simple, profound question. If something were uh, trying to move through to improve the uh, culture of this organization right now, what might that be? So have some very simple, basic questions and take time to reflect about them before a meeting. And it's kind of very simply said, take time to reflect about them before a meeting. But there are such open and deep questions. They do take time. Yes. Well, I, I think that, you know, five minutes is uh, better than nothing. <laughs> right. Just the process of asking the question and realizing, geez, I have no idea is a moment of meaning. You know, so I, I want to make it simple, nothing too gigantic for people to be able to make it accessible, but it needs to be regular. Suppose you did that at least every day. And it's not just with upper management. What if you had forums every now and then when you did a retreat with your organization where you asked a question like that once before you start or once after you finish that asks people to take a larger view of what's the impact of this organization on our culture? And you don't have an answer. There's not an answer. <laughs> it's a conversation. That's the point. Exactly. It's a conversation that takes us into deeper waters, that makes us think, what are we doing? Where are we going? And it takes the focus away from the numbers. Yeah. And then the numbers are numbing. They're terribly important. Don't mistake me. I'm just as concerned about the numbers for my company as everybody else is out there. But if I don't cut the speed once in a while, uh, then I never ask those deeper questions and I don't evolve my staff and I don't think about the fact that my organization, your organization, is a change agent in the world. Now, you know yours are. These podcasts are change agents in the world. But so is everything is an opportunity to be a change agent. And how do I get to the next whole lawn up of change, you know? not just my upper management, but my whole organization, or maybe my community or my culture. Uh, how do I get bigger in my thinking and evolve? And reflection helps. 
Right. Wouldn't it in some ways create some kind of frustration because people feel that, well, they can't do anything about it? Ah, well, yeah, probably. That's a great question, though, is, is that if it makes us feel helpless, yeah. that doesn't move us into action. So maybe it could be followed by a great coaching question like, okay, so we've asked this question. What's one tiny thing we could do today? Not in two weeks, you know, not, not too global where we're going, but what's one small thing you could do to improve the quality of our culture today? What's one small thing we could do to make uh, us feel like we're thinking about what needs to happen next? Can you take this to your people that are your direct reports and ask them? So one tiny, tiny intention or action step. <laughs> so it's not too monumental. You know, I can't fix the world, but I can ask my people what they think would make this a better work environment. Right, you know? right. That makes sense, because especially in a company which has too many rules and too many processes, what's one tiny step? Because there's so many constraints and circumstances are perhaps a bit tough, but what can I do in my circle of influence? What's one tiny step that I could take? That's a great uh, step forward. And if everybody does that, that starts to shift the culture. Yes, it, it enlarges our thinking. And it makes us aware that there are uh, levels higher, deeper, wider than the immediate focus of the numbers, as you put it. And so we're all evolving when we ask simple, stupid questions <laughs> that actually are, are don't all, we don't always have an easy answer for and combine yeah. that with a tiny action step. <laughs> okay, so what you have at the top of your hat, three simple, stupid questions that people can reflect on. How can I uh, improve your work life today? Okay. Which is almost an outrageous question. How can I improve your work life today? Another one might be uh, when there's difficulties happening in the company, what do we think is trying to happen right now in this country from this distress? Another one might be what kind of legacy do we want to leave for our employees? Or what kind of legacy do we want to leave for our community? Or um, what's one step you can take today to make this a better place to work? You know, so that's at least four. I could probably go on for a while. <laughs> you know, and again, it's not about having an answer. It's about wondering and opening up the possibilities. Wonderful. Thank you. I'll put down those four questions in the show notes of this podcast so people can go over and take one step further to make a bit of change in their organization and to start looking deeper Thank you so much for sharing uh, those four questions. My pleasure. Enjoy out there. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, what kind of challenges do people face when trying to reflect on these questions or take one step further? Yeah, I think uh, speed is the biggest problem. Uh, guilty. I'm aware of that my own self. What I mean by that is the speed of change of work of work pressure is such that, you know, neuropsych says you can either be in sort of uh, working doing mode, or you can be in thinking uh, thoughtful mode. And uh, uh -huh. that there are different parts of the brain. They're, they're hard to combine those. So if I'm in a get it done mode, I can't reflect. I can't slow down enough. I can't drop in. So speed is the number one challenge. I think a number of your challenges thinking it takes a lot of time. It doesn't. It takes 10 <laughs> minutes before a meeting. 
So deciding, you know, I don't have the money, the resources to send everybody back to school. It's not about that. It's about treating them as equals enough to ask them questions that are provocative and listening to their answers. So uh, not trusting that your people have answers and uh, can contribute to the, the culture of your organization. I love the uh, uh, third point that you just mentioned. Listen to the answers. Sometimes we want to get defensive. Oh, boy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I think we're afraid if we ask what's one thing I can do to make your work life better, everybody's going to say, I want a 50% raise. You know, that's the fear of the CEO. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, I think that being also transparent about, I don't know what I can do or not do, but I want to have the conversation that automatically empowers people to feel like they do have a say, that you're interested in what they have to say. You may not meet what they need all the time. We can't. <laughs> well, you know, we can't. But we can sure ask and open up, uh, make ourselves uncomfortable a tiny bit to ask the questions. Wonderful. Such simple tips to put in place. And therefore, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit more. What would be your advice to actually have these kind of conversations? Like what's needed in the space? Uh, you know, that's the coaching language, but <laughs> what kind of conditions are needed or what are some taboos to not do? Yeah, well, I think a little bit of context for what, when you're going to start asking a simple question, a little bit of context, tell them why. You know, I realize we're all moving so fast. We never have the time to think about our values. Another great question is, how do we live? We have the value of excellence. What does that mean in terms of our culture, you know, or we have the value of diversity? How do we think we're living that and not living that right now? Uh, so give them a context and start with something maybe a little closer, like a values of the company that bring them alive rather than a dusty piece of paper. So give them context. We're going to ask these questions so we can begin to learn from each other and think more deeply. So we're going to take 10 minutes before every uh, staff meeting to ask this question or before our retreat or after our retreat or at our weekly meeting or, you know, before every agile stand up for two minutes, <laughs> you know, so, and slowly in the beginning, people are going to be, you know, a little, it's uncertain, but uh, within a week, if it happens two, three, four times, they're ready. They're open. They understand it's going to happen. Mm. I have a little game that I use in workshops. It's called Zoom. Basically, people get lost in the details. They just zoom in to the little yes. puzzle that they have. And these reflective questions, they just help us to zoom out, look at the bigger picture. Where are we today in this organization? Where do we want to go? How do we want to steer the impact yeah. of this organization out there in the bigger world. I love that, Deepa. Uh, you know, so let's zoom back. And that's a, such a simple explanation of, of why we're doing it. Let's zoom back. Also, it's very important that you make sure that there's safety in the space. People have to feel that they can say what's important to them without being punished in some way. So enough safety needs to be, you know, that this is an open forum. Every answer is valued just for on its own sake. And maybe we wait to ask the sort of really edgy questions of what would make this a better place to work until there's more space and time. But you can always start with value. So I love Zoom. Let's, let's <laughs> Zoom back. <laughs> 
<laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we close this call, what's one final message that you'd like to share with the audience? <laughs> it's funny. I put my glasses on. It's like, look deeply. <laughs> look deeply. Uh, but, and what I mean by that is, what's the question you'd like to ask your people? If you zoom back, what's a question that you're wondering about, about your own organization that could provide a reflective space? And start. Start this week. So reflect yourself and zoom back and ask. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's pretty simple. Reflect yourself, zoom back, and just ask the question. Yes, create the space. Yeah. And we say in our coaching language, uh, if there's something that you are feeling, trust that it's also out there. Yes. If you're experiencing something, trust that it's also out there and other people are also experiencing the same thing. So don't hold back your reflective questions because they will bring meaning to others also in the organization. Absolutely, Deepa. And, and another way to say that is you're a voice of, this, of a larger system. So what you're troubled by or curious about or any of those things are a voice of something that's trying to emerge through you. Organizations are about emergence. What's moving through this organization that's trying to come into the world and how can you midwife that? <laughs> so we're creating space for hearing all the voices in the system through a very simple yes. process. Yes. Yeah. Don't make it hard. Make it simple and easy and accessible, but frequent. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you very much. This podcast has been very simple and easy. Let's do Good. it again quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Deepa. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Faith, for being here with us. My pleasure. We hope you enjoyed the episode. What do you think about the questions Faith mentioned today? How do you see implementing them in your meetings? I'd love to hear from you. Go over to meetmypotential.com and reach out. I read every single email, so I'll get back to you. Join us again. And until then, stay cool.